do you get that feeling like um, is, do you have a threshold of three days is okay and then five days is too much? And like, what does your clock tell you when you're out? Because I'm, I'm <laughs> sensitive to that. That's a great question, yeah. James. Yeah. I, you know what I do? I, I, um, I me- the metric that I measure it by is what type of bag I pack. Right. right. Okay. So like the 24 hour trip, I've got my day bag, no problem. I can sometimes get away 24, 20, 48 hours. When it starts to get into 72, then I got to do a carry on, at least a roll on bag. Right. And if I'm yeah. there for longer than 72, it is a checked bag. Does that answer your question? <laughs> like that's how I break it down in my head. Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. Yes, indeed, a beautiful day to head to the great Southwest. That's where we're heading today, but before we get into that journey... I'd like you to just take your phone if you have it in the upper right hand corner. You could hit one of those three buttons and you could forward this show to a dear friend who may really value the content in this episode. Well, it's time to bring in our guest for today. And I have not had anyone from the theater on this show in a long time. So we're way overdue. So for 20 plus years, this lady has served as an award winning producer, director and educator impacting multi-generational audiences. As president of Mar Productions, she is committed to creating theater that uplifts and strengthens each of us building engaged communities. As a producer, she brought free play, open source scripts towards an anti-racist tomorrow to the Theater Makers Studios reading series. Additionally, she's developing Heaven Come Home, by award-winning theater makers, studio member Justin Payne. It features the moving One More Day, a musical number where families and their deceased loved ones yearn for one more day to be together. Composer and lyricist Justin Payne says of this lady's contributions to the production, to have her produce this show has been monumental. So you better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City all the way to Salt Lake City to visit with Megan Ann Rasmussen. So we are speaking with Megan Ann Rasmussen. Did I say it right? Um, Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Okay. There you go. Beautiful. Yeah. Megan Ann, it's so great that you uh, came by to visit us here at Podcasting Your Global Career. And uh, thanks for being here. And, you know, talking about like moving around and, you know, having kids and being separated from your loved one. um, You just said it best when you prefer together apart (laughs) and so that's motivation enough um do you get that feeling like um do you have a threshold of three days is okay and then five days is too much and like what does your clock tell you when you're out because i'm I'm (laughs) sensitive that's a great question james yeah you know what i do i i um i measure the metric that i measure it by is what type of bag i pack 
Right. right? Okay. So like the 24 hour trip, I've got my day bag, no problem. I can sometimes get away 24, 20, 48 hours. When it starts to get into 72, then I got to do a carry on, at least a roll on bag, right? And if I'm yeah. there for longer than 72, it is a checked bag. Does that answer your question? <laughs> like, that's how I break it down in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just, we just experienced that same thing. Uh, you know, Chris, he was so busy with, um, and we just went to South Carolina for, um, let's see, we were in Myrtle Beach for two days, and then we, we rented a car and drove down to uh, um, Charleston, and uh, I mean, Charlottesville, and Beautiful. then uh, and stayed two days there, and, and she brought like the biggest suitcase ever, because there was no time to figure out what need to take. It's like, I just bring everything yeah, that I think yeah. I need, and, and off we go, you know? But uh, th- but that was perfect. That was like um, five days and done. You know, got a couple of days on the beach. Nice. And, you know, yeah. visited with um, three of my, three of my six brothers. Yeah, and their wives. And oh everything. wow! Yeah, and it's it just so good. it was like a rolling thing. Like, oh, Dennis is going there, and we'll meet here, and then we'll drive down. We'll have dinner. So we all got together. Oh. It was like six of six of us, I guess. You know, eight of us. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah it was fun. But um, you, yeah, we lo- we love to travel. Here's the other, uh, the things that are great that I love about travel is um, the nonstop flights, right? Like if we're going to dive, take the deep dive, right? Find the yeah. place that does the nonstop flights. And then whatever the loyal, whatever airline you fly on, James, that's like building the loyalty, right? Like yeah. there's nothing like pre-check, lounge, right. <laughs> for me, Delta Comfort Plus, or for like first class, like it just is a game changer. You know yeah. what I mean? When you yeah. do this all the time, right. it's, yeah, yeah. Makes, but my question for you is like, what happens when you tag on two trips? That's killer, right? Yeah. You like head to one stop, Myrtle Beach, and then set like, oh, the two trips. That's, that, that's that was fun because um, I don't have a threshold for long, long vacations. I'm more of like, I just need a little battery charge. And I, I really love work, you know, but I love to get away too. Don't get me wrong. It's like, yeah, it's it's so healthy for you, you know. But I like those little ones of, uh, you know, two days here, three days, and then keep it going and then jump in. And it's a whole different experience. And, you know, the town sure. and all that stuff is so so it's really great. Let's yeah. talk um, theater a little bit. So um, t- tell me about your latest production, because um, that's what prevented us from getting together last time that you were like right in the middle of a launch. I think it was. Was it in Chicago yeah. or tell us about St. That. Louis? Oh, St. Yeah, Louis. you bet. Okay. You bet. James, I really believe that theater is best enjoyed with a young person on one side and a grandparent on the other. Yeah. This intergenerational experience is something that as families, we don't get enough of. And it, when you talk about the show before we go to the show, the anticipation of what it's going to be like. And then sometimes I'm talking in the show, like, did you see that? That was amazing. That was so cool. And then afterwards I'm like, wow, that was intense. And this made me think of this and that kind of conversation you don't get any other way but theater i'm really passionate about that yeah i I spent two decades working specifically in theater for young people so professional adult actors that are performing material that's written for young people let's say well now we go really young but zero to say 18. um there are honest audience james they're going to tell you when they're engaged and they're going to tell you when they're not engaged yeah um they it's like it's you have to be on the top of your craft. You have to be like, well executed. You just like, they are just honest. So I love 
that. Um, and I love how it strengthens families and our society and, you know, communities across the world. So yeah, this piece I just uh, helped produce is called Spells of the Sea. Like think of the magical of spells and then I the sea, it. like an ocean, of course. Um, it is written by a young, talented playwright. Her name is Guinevere Gwenny Govea. And in the middle of the pandemic, she was sad at all the people who were dying and yearning for adventure. We just talked about adventure, right? Yeah. But we couldn't adventure like we want to adventure. Right. So between being sad and also like wanting this adventure, she created, she started writing a song. You can appreciate that. Yes. She wrote a song, which became a couple of songs, which became a story, which became a musical. And this beautiful musical is this young person and their quest to save people in their life are dying like it's it's both heavy and um also a beautiful journey so that's what we're doing that's exciting yeah so how long did it take you to get this out of the ground from concept to fruition and just everything in between oh that's such a good question the average uh the average amount of years it takes to get a show from to broadway is like three to eight years but that doesn't really account for like all of the time it takes to work and to write it, right? Yeah. I've been a part of this project since uh, 2021. And I would say our trajectory has been really fast comparatively. Yeah. We've had some great strategic partners. Um, I have a, a, a great co-producer and Dr. Megan Alritz from the University of Texas at Austin. Um, she helped orchestrate uh there's no one path, James, for how to get a show to Broadway, right? right? Yeah. But um, each path, I think, is interesting and pertinent or or key to this project. So we did a development workshop called at Pegasus Play Lab, wow. the University of Central Florida. Cool, right? Yeah. UCF. Yeah. Great people there, Julia. Yeah. Um, and we got it on its feet. And then like maybe like songwriting, I don't know, I'd love to hear your experience. But after we got it on its feet, we did, we went back to do the rewrites. How do we make this plot more clear? What about this character? How do we shift this? What about this music element? Um, and with a musical, you know, there's a lot of, lot of folks involved, right? You got yeah. all the music folks, all of the acting, writing the book, um, so many components. And then we were really blessed and uh, I, Credit where credit's due, we were really blessed. Um, Megan helped us connect with Metro Theater Company in St. Louis, and they were celebrating their 50th anniversary. Now, James, how many organizations have been around for 50 years? That's yeah, pretty impressive. Very few. Heinz Ketchup, maybe, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why that odd thought popped into my head, you know, but... <laughs> Yay for Heinz, put it yeah. on, that's great. Uh, Metro Theater Company was celebrating its 50th anniversary and their roots are actually in circus. It used to be Metro Theater Circus. Yeah. And they would get in a bus and tour around and... So this 50th anniversary, they wanted to honor both their roots with circus and also looking forward to the future of what the theater would be like. And that's where we fit in. We brought this show that represents the new voices of theater and Metro and myself, we worked together to create a beautiful piece, which is what we did in the last couple of weeks. That's exciting. So it's at what beautiful. point, um, Megan Ann, did you feel like this was going to be your lot in life? When did like it really strike you that I'm going to be creating 
you know, theater. Like, I'm going to be creating theater art. Were you, like, in high school, or when did it happen to you that you said... Oh, uh, yeah, that's you know, a great question. Um, I have a couple of, like, origin points. Um, I remember, like, creating Maple Leaf really young. Um, we would pretend we were Smurfs in the backyard, <laughs> right? <laughs> I remember my mom calling us in one day to watch The Sound of Music. And there was something about that family with lots of kids, right? You yeah. can relate to that, yeah, right? for sure. <laughs> that drew me in, the idea of like singing. Um, when I started school, I think I played Mrs. Claus in kindergarten. And like, maybe that was the first time the teacher were like, you were really good. And I was like, oh, this is my destiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I just kept doing it. We did it in uh, junior high. My first musical was Oliver. My youngest child, James, is named Oliver. How about that? Oh, wow. Right? For a namesake. So all throughout um, junior high and high school. And then um, I auditioned and was accepted to the acting program at Emerson. And so I did it throughout college and then I got a second degree. So it's always been part of my life. I will say there were moments where I was like, mm, I'm not sure this is right. Peace out. Like, let's find the way. Um, one time I left and went over to the business school to take classes, like uh, masters of business administration and um, organization accounting, which interestingly, I love what. Uh, the idea that if we look back in our lives at all the breadcrumbs and we can connect the dots, yeah, that we are where we are because of the culmination of all the other events, right? Yeah, yeah. And what I love about producing Broadway is that it is it, it engages both parts of my brain, the creative and the analytical. So all those business classes have served me well. Yeah. Well, it's it is important to know what the financial structure looks like and how to. Um, appreciate and maintain it because without it you know the show does not go on you know so uh yeah kudos to you for doing that but yeah we yeah, we, yeah. we do take some different paths you know like uh during our you know when we're passionate about something and you just never know where the lord's going to take you but um it always seems to be like i usually tell younger kids don't ever think you're wasting your time because um, I've had a lot of careers and I've used all of the information and experiences from all of them to serve me in some way, no matter what career I'm in at, at what time. So it's never a waste. You know, you always pick up something, which is which yeah. is a blessing for sure. And, and, you know, sometimes, James, when we take those pathless trotten, I it reminds us of what it is that we want to do. You know, we come yeah. back to what we want to do. I had that experience when I was at the business school and then somebody said, you should meet, don't you love that? You should meet so-and-so. Um, and it ended up because of that meeting, I was part of an international tour to Norway with this particular show, The Yellow Boat, written by David Sarr um, out of uh, Arizona. And that show was so moving to me. It was a true story of a young boy named Benjamin who's nine years old and he contracts AIDS through a blood transfusion. Oh, wow. And it's the story of his of loss. And I mean, can you imagine like even 20 years ago, like picking up schools and being like, hey, I want to book this show. You really like it. It's about AIDS, kids dying. You know, you, you got to yeah. see it. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it probably was not going to go over too well. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? I know. <laughs> but the, uh, that was probably a really good experience of uh, being engaged with a show like that, because if you can sell that and it's a beautiful show, it talks uh, there's metaphors and poems and colors and music. And but the 
for me, James, it was being in Norway at this international theater and conference. And there were people from all different countries and the actors were like experienced, well-honed adults who were at the top of their game and they're performing these shows like intentionally, not because they hadn't gotten their Broadway gig yet, or, you know, it was an afterthought, like they wanted to be doing this. And I was, I was hooked. I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Let me ask you about, I, I sense a very high energy and very passionate about what you do. So I don't even know if I should ask this because you may just say, no, I don't need that. But what do you do for chill time when you want to break away from business a little bit? Um, or is it so much fun? Can you separate the two, you know, the heavy lifting from the joyous part? Like, for instance, when you're out traveling, like, what do you do to unwind, Megan Ann? Oh, that's so good, James. What a great question. I do love what I do. I feel like that so much of it, the 80-20 rule, right? Like that fuels me. I, I, I love the people. I love the work. Uh, um, but I think we all owe it to our psyche and our creativity to make sure we have time to refill that. Yeah. I actually just did a, a podcast on this about, uh, I, I call it the critical in-between, which is this time between big developmental steps the time where you have to check in and say, how's the show? How are my fellow humans? But also, how am I? And you can't pull from a well that's not full. So there's a couple of things that I do. I um, I like to read. I'm a big um, personal improvement junkie. Um, I, there's a, lots of folks that I like to listen to that fill my 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 head right okay. let's maybe if we went through the chakras right like it fills my head yeah. right oh, I yoga um, for 15 years i'm a yogi for, yeah right oh, and yeah. then when i get i know i'm skipping some of the seven but when i get to my heart like being on the road i'm away from my family and i'm so grateful for technology that keeps us connected i can marco polo my daughter i can facetime my sons like that's so important call my husband um but when I have, and when I'm in this critical in between, which to me is like the heartbeat, right? Like the beat, the heart beats, and then like takes time to like breathe, and then it has to beat again. So yeah. um, I fill my heart by being around family and friends. That's really important to me. Um, and then I I love being in places that I love, and this beach is such a great reminder. It keeps me grounded. Yeah. For me, like toes in the sand, smelling the salt thinking of seagulls chirping above me like that brings me home. And I live a stone's throw from the mountains. The mountains are so close. I live closer to the mountains than like people could dream of. Like it's around the corner and I have American Fork Canyon. It's beautiful. Yeah. And yet that's not my retreat. I would, you know, I'd like to be, my husband and I were just in Cancun and that, that fuels me. So yeah, I yeah. think you have to have a little bit of both. Well, you get to, you get to experience both you know, which is fabulous. I mean, ju just to wake up in a place like you are and see that vista greeting you every morning is is worth so much, you know. But I, but I get you. I'm, I'm kind of an all-season person myself. Um, love the mountains, love the beach, you know. It's just anything God created, I'm there, you know. <laughs> so I want to ask you, um, as we're getting close to the end here, Megan Ann, for those who are aspiring to do um, theater, especially for the younger people listening to this, because we have quite a few of them. What could you say to them to help them 
um, gravitate towards the right direction to get involved and be in a place that you're in right now? Where do they start? What should they do? Um, great question, James. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind was training. Get good training. Get as much training as you you can. And that doesn't have to be elitist. It doesn't have to be who can pay the most for whatever. There are so many great programs um, in each community. I think that I'm a real believer in finding um, individuals, whether it's at your school, your um, high school, college, teachers that are passionate about what they do. That's a great route. But there's also great community resources. And you know what's really cool, James? With all the technology that's involved, there is so many resources online that helps to uh, make things accessible, where you can reach out through master classes uh, with Broadway actors, or um, you know, search Broadway directors or Broadway producers. You know, um, my mentor that I always try to shout out is Ken Davenport, who's a two-time Tony Award-winning Broadway producer, and he has a program. It's just it's whoever. Uh, you're gravitating to uh, with social media and with technology. Uh, there's a great way to stay in touch and be inspired, right? Get get the balance of doing the work and training and also being inspired by those people that you want to be more like. Brian Moreland is a Broadway producer I have a lot of respect for. Um, there's a lot of new emerging producers like Anunth, uh, Miranda Goh, um, Alex Robertson, all of these people that I really have a lot of respect for. And it's just come from like you are doing and you and I are doing right now, like connecting, right? That's, yeah. that's so important too. That's awesome. Awesome. Wonderful advice for anybody looking to do that. And lastly, I want to ask, what's the best way if people want to get in touch with you, Megan Ann, either be, reach you directly or if there's something you want to promote or a website or anything at all you'd like to share and of course, we'll put any links you have in the show notes for people for their uh, convenience. Oh, that's so nice, James. Thanks for that opportunity. Uh, you can find me at Broadway's Bit by Bit, Broadway's Bit by Bit podcast. Uh, that is a podcast for first-time investors or emerging producers or theater enthusiasts. And uh, as you know, just talking with people that are interesting is inspiring no matter what field you're in. Uh, that's the best place to find me. You can also find me online, meganannrasmussen.com. And that's a lot of, there's two A's, three E's, and four N's and all of that. So I will put that in the show notes so people can find us. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Megan Ann, this was, yeah, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for coming by. And uh, I really appreciate it. This was even, I knew this would be fun. It was way more fun than I even imagined. Uh, Chase has such good taste. So I want to yeah, just uh, thanks, offer yeah. all of, um, wish all God's blessings on you, your children, your husband, your family, and your career moving forward. You're a doll. Thanks so much, James. I appreciate you. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes, and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic. And you can take a little chance with me, and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untie.
untangle all the mystery If wishes were windows I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of Just in your mind I'll take it 